With classes in crisis communication, influence, and data presentation, Gonzaga University's online Master's in Communication and Leadership equips you with the tools you need to communicate clearly and encourage creativity in any industry. Concentrations in digital media, strategic communication, and global leadership allow you to customize your degree. Visit gonzaga.edu communication and learn why a master's degree from Gonzaga can help you take your career to the next level. That's gonzaga.edu communication. Tea Podcast. Spirituality is a shared global language and each week we spill all the tea on spiritual current affairs and investments all over a cup of tea. I am your host Alicia with my son and co-host Jamie. This week let's talk about the movie Us. Um, in the movie, it references Jeremiah 11, 11, as well as a follow-up to Mark Russell's The Second Coming comic book that we previously spoke about in our previous podcast, and spiritual investing. So, let's grab our cup of tea and start our weekly chat. Boom. Hey, my spiritual tea friends. I have my cup of tea. Me too. Jamie has his cup of tea. Grab your cup of tea now. Yes, grab your cup of tea. <laughs> what are you drinking? I am drinking chai tea with a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Yes, I'm drinking chai tea as well with, with honey. It is lovely. It is very lovely. It is lovely. Let's see if my little thing has a... <gasps> And my, my tea bag tag says, love has no boundary. Oh, wow. Yeah, it, mine says, love is an infinite victory. <gasps> wow. I'm waiting. That is just beautiful. Wow. Let's begin, shall we? So what do you want to talk about first? Let's talk about the follow-up to Mark Russell's the Second Coming comic book. Previously spoke about um, Mark Russell's. He's doing a, a comic book on Jesus as the Second Coming as well as Sun Man. And there was a petition. Originally it was going to be published by DC Comics, Vertigo. And there was a petition that came out where people wanted it to be canceled. They collected over 200,000 oh, yeah. plus signatures. So DC Comics and Mark Russell agreed to- um, Cancel it. Cancel it and part ways. And Mark Russell promised that he will find another publisher to still publish his uh, The Second Coming series. 
So this is a follow-up to it. Yep, and if you guys don't remember, um, we have brought up pictures of it, and it's, from what we gathered at the time, it was, the story was about Jesus being resurrected resurrected as a, was it a superhero? As a superhero. Yes, and a superhero. And fighting battles with Sun Man. Sun Man. Yeah, I'm, I don't know. I don't know what Sun Man is. <laughs> uh, they had a two-bedroom apartment. There's a lot of bits and pieces that we just didn't understand, but... Um, so, according to the article that I found, he is going to publish the second coming comic book this summer through A-H-O-Y Comics. Ahoy. Oh. Yeah, I guess that makes more sense. <laughs> <laughs> In this satirical comic, Jesus has a superhero roommate named Sunstar and learns... Oh! Oh, he's oh, not Sunman! No. Oh. I don't think Jesus is a superhero. I think Jesus is just like the resurrected version of Jesus, but he... So roommate, he rooms up with a superhero named Sun Sunstar, a.k.a. Sunman. I don't know why a superhero would need a two-bedroom apartment, but... How do you know it's still a two-bedroom apartment? Oh, that could have changed it, but... And so, when I, when I did a brief skim of this article, it's pretty long, but... He, he said what he's trying to go for in this... Who, who is he? Um, Mark Russell. Okay. What he's trying to go for uh, in this comic book is... Like, kind of the dichotomy of how... Jesus approaches problems and conflict and how uh, our society approaches it. So say when there's like violence, there's like a violent method and there's a non-violent method. And we idolize superheroes solving crimes through violent methods. And so how Jesus would, remember that photo of the comic book where you see, you saw a son man trying to beat up the criminal and you saw Jesus right next to the criminal trying to feed it bread and yeah. So it's supposed to be that dichotomy that he was trying to go for. But I mean, when I read that, I kind of feel like that made a little bit more sense in what he was trying to go for. Um, I don't know, how do you feel about that? Just that dichotomy of, did you get, did you get what I was trying to say? Yes. I feel Let's... like this understanding of it makes a little bit more sense than Jesus being a superhero and rooming up with another superhero named Sunman, which I thought that's what that the comic book was about at first. Yeah, but the thing is, is that Jesus came and he performed miracles. But I mean, but still, the crisis, Jesus Christ teachings was more uh, forgiving in nature and non-violent, I feel like. But generally with superheroes, I mean, it's all fictional. It is very fictional. Let's remember that. But anybody could be a superhero. You don't need superpowers to be a superhero. That's Jamie's motivation of the day. Is that your encouragement? Okay. My, uh, put it here. High five on that one. That was your... Ew, why? My hands are very clammy right now, as always. <laughs> <laughs> but, but generally with superheroes, it's they're saving the world from... from the horrid demise of yeah. you know I mean? there's there it's 
it's so exaggerated. Like, yeah, it is. It's, the world is always coming to an end. And this is what the thing is with here. It's not, I don't know if any comic books are super serious, but this comic book is a satirical comedy. And with satirical comedy, it's supposed to be comical, but the comic, the comical nature of it is supposed to shed light on the truth of reality. And so what he has said in the article is that it's not as respect. Yeah, he said it's not as respectful as to. Okay, right here. It's not a satire, satire of Christ so much as it is a satire on how his followers of the last 2000 years have turned his message of forgiveness and empathy into one of power and domination, which is an unlike, unchristlike as one can possibly imagine. But my thing is, I don't know if that's a situation that deserves some satire around. I mean, you can, but you could definitely expect some backlash around it. So the satire is not supposed to be kind of like attacking Christ and his message is supposed to attack how his message kind of got lost over the years. Do you, do you feel his message has gotten lost over the years? Um, I want to say it's gotten lost, but... I don't think, I think our focus has definitely shifted. I don't know, there might, there, I think there's always been issues of power and domination. It wasn't like 2000 years ago, everybody was forgiving and empathetical. There's always been power and domination. So it's not Even like- Even 2000 years ago. Yeah, exactly. It was, it was all about power and domination. Yeah. And maybe our society is crafted kind of the norms to try to be one person be more powerful than another but and we kind of like embrace those norms but it's it's not like it kind of just popped up out of anywhere mm. yeah so ahoy so ahoy comics has agreed to publish it it will be releasing releasing the first issue will be releasing i believe over this summer and it's supposed to be a six-part issue oh. so it sounds like they have some momentum going with that. I see what they're going for though on this one. This article helped clear up what they was going for. The other one, it just kind of sounded like they wanted to make Jesus a superhero and he wanted the, two, uh, Jesus, the Jesus superhero to room up with a new, another superhero. Well, it just... Skimming the article, it seems like that Mark Russell has teamed up with another person. Oh, yeah, yeah. So, Dev, Richard Pace, he's going to be the one drawing. He's oh, going to be drawing. Yeah, the illustrator. And so, they both kind of talk about how they know it's kind of a, I want to say soy subject, but kind of like a thin line that they are going to be walking on when publishing this, but they kind of are okay with that. and wants to embrace that challenge. But, um... Don't them. Mm-hmm. I have no idea. Oh. Stop right there. So, another interpretation of Jesus can be found in a hardcover graphic novel to be, to be released on March 20th by Image, Image Comics called Jesus Freak by Joe Cassie and Benjamin oh Mayer. <laughs> I just ran all of it. Huh? Just continue. Just continue. Wait, <laughs> you read it. 
What? I am, I'm reading off <laughs> no, the article. No, read it, read it. No, I was just giving ahead of you. <laughs> is described, okay, so it's described on the publisher's website as telling a violent story of the Messiah as a Kung Fu Demon Slayer. <laughs> Whoa. Who is <laughs> grappling with his station in life, the politics of the era, and divine mar 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 martial arts energies. The book was discussed in segment on Fox and Friends last week, and a change dot and a change dot org position, petition, petition uh -huh. to stop it had about twenty eight hundred signatures. Whoa. That just went on to a whole new different topic. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Jesus freak, where Jesus is a kung fu demon slayer. Hey, Google that right quick. All right. Yeah. So we're going to Google yeah. Jesus freak. We're just learning. Right I mean, it's we're something. Just, it's, it's just, obviously, just, the second coming was not an anomaly. It wasn't the first of its kind. Yes, this is dangerous. The guy... The writer, Joe Casey, yeah. he didn't have any, he didn't spring from any religious type of background or any religious type of experiences. And he said he never went to the Bible for any kind of reference material. And that's when I feel like things kind of started getting a little bit dangerous when he started doing that. He said he didn't have to. For one thing, the period we're dealing with concerns the years of wow. Jesus' life that aren't really covered in the Bible, the pre-ministry Jesus. So we're not retelling or even referencing the Gospels in any way, shape, or form. Be besides, the Gospels are basically campfire stories. Whoa. Oh, goodness. I don't know if I want to go on with this one. <laughs> Ooh, this makes the second coming look very good. <laughs> yeah, I'm just at a loss of words on that one. So... I think we just gonna move forward. So, um, if you would like to um, uh, read more about Mark Russell and Ahoy Comics releasing, publishing The Second Coming, please visit our website. We will have links to the article the coming, about coming comic the second coming series is expected to come out this summer, this summer. I don't and know i'm day. sure we'll have much much more to say about it to say about it once it comes out um because i am kind of intrigued to read that one yeah how he presented to more of a perspective because yeah let us know how you feel about it let us know do you want to talk about robert craft at all I mean, you are, you already put it up. I mean, you might as well say it. Well, I just want to say that <laughs> this is what I want to say. When I was thinking say, about obviously. it, I was I kind of want. I feel like we were kind of going in on the Patriots fan, and it seemed right after that my Giants started to fall apart. <laughs> One, we did not get Bryce Harper. Two, we didn't get anybody. That was San Francisco relevant. Giants. The San Francisco, San Francisco Giants. Excuse Giants. me. We didn't get anybody that was relevant. I mean, I want to say relevant, excuse me. I, we didn't get the people that I was hoping that we could get. And I don't understand where we're going with our team. And then next, above all, after this Robert Kraft story, like maybe like a week or two later, our CEO, Larry, what's his name, Larry Bear, gets caught for physically harming his... He didn't his, harm her. 
Well, that's what they were trying to say, but he was part he of something. Pushed, yeah, he like kind of shoved her to the ground almost or something. But <laughs> so I want to apologize to the Patriots. <laughs> <laughs> Just want to get that out there. Yeah. So yeah, Robert Kraft got off. Uh, he, he released a statement. He re accepted a plea deal, and we will not talk further about him. Okay, <laughs> okay. Robert Kraft. He accepted a plea deal, and we are moving forward. Yep. So let's talk about the movie Us. Is that what it's called, Us? Yeah, it's called Us. It's the movie Us, it's by... Um, Jordan Peele. Jordan Peele. He was and the director of Get Out. Correct. Box Office Hit. Correct. And this was his follow-up. And I heard this was I heard this was a big hit as well. This was. This was... It was a record-breaking uh, opening week for it. I think it ranked third in like mo like best-selling uh, movie horror movie. Oh wow! Um, it was beat by it, and then some other movie. Oh was, really? It beat it, and then but it kind of had like had a history. It was un it's unheard of for like a horror movie uh, director or producer. So you have back-to-back -back hits with Get Out and then followed up with us. Extremely well. It sounds like it got a lot of great feedback. Sounds like the internet is buzzing off of it. Um, you can't really go too much into the articles without spoiling the the twist in it. But um, yeah, and so with his, it's kind of it's kind of satire again, where it's like it's. A horror movie with maybe with some comical elements in it, but it reflects a darker picture of how we are as a society. As a society. Yeah, and so that's what's great about that. And it's not one of those things where the message gets lost while you're watching the movie. You can see those elements while you're watching it. Yeah. So we can't go into um, too much of the movie because. Like Jamie said, majority of the articles that you read, even the reviews, will have spoiler alerts. So we can't like go into depth to talk about the movie. But what we can do is, um, in the movie, they made reference, and I'm sure you've seen this on social media because it was on my social media, is that they made reference to Jeremiah chapter 11, verse 11. So Jeremiah 11, 11. What we can do is we can touch base on Jeremiah 11, 11, mm -hmm. because in the, uh, the NIV version of the Bible, it, Jeremiah 11, 11 quotes, this is what it says. Therefore, this is what the Lord says. I will bring on them a disaster they cannot escape. Although they cry out to me, I will not listen to them. Sounds very dark. Yeah. Um, for this one, it, it this was the Lord speaking out this way because they were worshiping false gods, correct? Or uh, I, I was they reading a not, little bit more into this. They were. Well, I did a sermon on it. Yeah. Did you know this? I, I listened to it. I listened. I remember you saying it was the weaving prophet, and I remember the story you said. So basically, um, the city of Jerusalem had turned their back on God. Mm -hmm. So yes, they were doing things. Their actions were against God's 
commandments. He picked Jeremiah and Jeremiah was a young man and there's like been talks or, or whatever or speculations that he was he was like young like adolescent young oh really wow um but in the bible they refer to him as a young man and god came to him and called him specifically to be a prophet and um to be a prophet of to be a prophet of god Mm -hmm. and a prophet of nations so it went beyond jerusalem he was like a prophet of nations that's deep yeah. right there but commanded by God to go to the people in Jerusalem to basically forewarn them um, he would God would tell him God told him that he will be sent to people and speak what God wanted him to speak and Jeremiah was known to be unfiltered and very harsh with his words and he would speak of the condemnation that was coming and the demise that was coming from God's wrath because they, the people, continued to turn on God. And after a while, Jeremiah, I I would imagine, turned out people would think that he was just a crazy, crazy little boy <laughs> or a crazy little man, um, right? That was just negative, right? He always got something like, to say. He's always Debbie talking Downer. about how... Right, <laughs> Debbie Downer over Right, here. he's Debbie Downer, and he's always talking about how we're going to die <laughs> if we don't, you know, honor God. You know, he always got to be the extremist to it, you know? <laughs> That's what I... Oh, uh, here comes Jeremiah again. Right? But <laughs> I'm deep down inside... Um, it saddened Jeremiah because Jeremiah knew that this this wasn't his words. This wasn't his vision. This was coming directly from God. And Jeremiah knew this and nobody would listen to him. And this made him very sad. And I mean, deeply saddened him and it deeply struggled him. And I would imagine that he had um, great spiritual struggles with this. And he became actually... The, the weeping prophet. He is known as the weeping prophet because he would weep because it was sadden him so much and no one would listen to him. No one. No one would listen to him. And then they would speak about him in just negative terms. So that was the reason why that verse sounds uh, uh, so dark. dark. Yeah. <laughs> because that's exactly what Jeremiah was warning the people of Jerusalem. And come to find out, listen. nobody listened. Nope. So what happened? The Babylonians came in, invaded, brutally invaded all of Jerusalem. All of it. Because they would not listen to Jeremiah. They would not listen basically to God's warning so that that's the whole the whole but at the same time i wonder how was that message how that relates to the movie because what i got from the movie just from the previews and what some of the people like on the radio and stuff would say was is that the movie because you see in the movie when you watch the trailer you see the main four characters and then you can see that they're going up 
against themselves. It's like clones of themselves that... They call them cheaters. Wait, don't walk, don't watch. Don't look at this. You're over really you're spilling the movie. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> we don't know what... It's not Is cheaters. it cheaters it tethers. or tethers? It tethers. tethers? No, we don't know what the tethers are, but... When I think of tethers, I think about tethering my phone. Well, I think about tetherball. Really? Did you ever play that? Yeah, I did. Were you good? No, I was short. I know. Yeah, I was short too. I'm still short. <laughs> <so>. <laughs> I feel that. But what they had said about the trailer, about the movie, is that it's supposed to represent how sometimes you are your own worst enemy type of thing. I mean, I don't know if that's like the official type of interpretation of it. Because this was said before the movie was even watched. It was just interpreted by the trailer. But I wonder how this relates to that movie. <laughs> but what's funny is, is that I had actually did a sermon on Jeremiah um, last week. And my sermon was based upon reconciliation, spiritual reconciliation. Mm -hmm. Because reconciliation means, in, in the financial terms, it means to balance... Um, basically to balance your accounts, to make them in agreement. And I use Jeremiah as an example because God tried to reconcile with, um, with, with Jerusalem by sending Jeremiah out there to forewarn them. And he couldn't balance them out. He couldn't make it, make them become in agreement with his ways and his promises. So he basically destroyed them, and but he did reconcile Jeremiah because Jeremiah did what he was supposed to do, and he obeyed God. So he he ultimately received all of God's promises. So, but um, we would definitely love to hear your comments. <coughs> Um, if you saw the movie Us, we would definitely love to hear your feedback yep. and your review on it, especially pertaining to Jeremiah yeah. eleven eleven and how that that particular verse, how that actually uh, reflects or intertwines with the movie mm -hmm. itself and yeah. the meaning of the movie. And your thoughts on how yeah how that verse like tied into the movie, right? Yeah, because you maybe they kind of might think that. They might interpret it a little bit differently, so it would be cool to hear their interpretations right. as well. Right, 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 right. So we would definitely love to to hear your he, your your feedback, your feedback, your feedback, your feedback on that, mm -hmm. your feedback on that. Damn, damn, boy. <laughs> uh, can you also give our your prayers out to my sister? <laughs> she played red. She was a deep Red Dead Redemption two player, and. Uh, Something very unfortunate happened to, to her character, and she was going through a lot of grief. So she would have really support you. Just really pray for her. <laughs> she was going through it. <laughs> All right, so we want to give a special shout out to a motivational and inspirational speaker named Charles Million. He's holding an event in London called Elevate and Evolving Consciousness. On April 7th, 12 p.m., from 12 p.m. to 3.30 p.m. Yes. How they work and how to rewire them. The key to elevation is understanding how the mind works. Once we master the mind, we are no longer slaves to it. 
we can gain mastery over our thoughts, mastery over our emotions, and mastery over actions. And self-mastery leads to self-actualization. That was a quote from Charles Million. For tickets and more information, go to www.charlesmillion.co.uk. His information and link will also be on our website and show notes. Yep, go support him. It sounds like a very interesting and um, great event. It sounds like a very good, um, a good, a very positive and educational event. Please support them. Yep. Well, I think that is all for us this week. Yep, I, I think it's about time for you to end this. <laughs> and that was a struggle. <laughs> we look forward to next week. In the meantime, we would love to hear any of your comments, questions, um, feedback. Um, please visit our website, www.spiritual-tea.net, um, and leave your comments or feedback there. And I have, we also have... Um, a podcast called AFG Manifesto, and it has all my sermons that I release weekly as well on there. Um, and my sermons are also on our ministry's YouTube channel. Um, our ministry is AFG Ministry, a faithful God ministry. Um, and when you have time, please, I always encourage people to, to visit our ministry um, to submit their prayer requests because we would love to pray for you and pray over you. Amen. 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 We would love to hear your comments and your feedbacks on any points from today's show. Please visit our website at www.spiritual-tea.net. We'll be sure to share it on our next episode. Yeah? Yep. Yeah. Sounds good. Well, that's all for today's episode of Spiritual Tea Podcast. Thanks for joining us over a cup of tea. Thank you to my son and co-host, Jamie. Applause track. Be sure to follow and subscribe to our show to hear weekly episodes and previous episodes. I invite you to join us next week for more Spiritual Tea. And if you haven't already, please be sure to visit our website, you can find more episodes, our short show notes, spiritual tea swagware, as any as well as any special links or websites that we spoke about today. We hope that you receive abundant blessings this week. This is your week. We look forward to next week. Many blessings. Bye. Bye.